was going to say. <laughs> Welcome back to. Yes, that's it. That's, that's the words. Welcome back to another episode of Kate and Isaiah Living Large. I'm Isaiah. And I'm Kate. And once again, we are joined by our lovely guest, Nigel, for a second week. He did so well the first week we thought we would bring him back. It occurs to me that we didn't actually say his full name in the last episode (laughs) either. And we should actually give him a full introduction this time. For those who missed last episode or didn't catch it, it. this is Nigel Wiles. Hi, I'm Nigel Wiles. And he is a uh, works at a credit, manages a credit union and has is a father of three and married to a lovely wife named Melissa because I have noticed about uh, Isaiah and Nigel who I met prior to meeting both of their wives that their wives are pretty terrific humans and not just because they put up with them they're like <laughs> actively better than hundred percent and yeah, these no, dudes are both very... pretty great guys eh. I don't, yeah, I, I, dude, I would... that's a stretch <laughs> it's it's by by comparison our wives are significantly better than we oh, are. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. That is an absolute true fact. And yeah. Isaiah and Nigel go way back to university days. Oh, so far back. Yes. Actually, I go farther back with uh, his wife. Yeah, I, you do. I grew, <laughs> I, I grew up as a child with uh, his wife. Yeah. It's uh, true. In fact, you want to tell the story of how, how we how became we, friends? Like, so, uh, it's a good story. Uh, so I was in university and uh, my first year and i was uh just being a terrible person really just didn't <laughs> didn't like university didn't want to be there whatever and my mother ran into his his now wife and was like hey can you like get isaiah involved or something like keep him make sure he like stays in school and then she introduced me to nigel and <laughs> well, that i don't I mean, I stayed in school. <laughs> yeah, we definitely kept him in school. It, uh, yeah, so that's uh, how we ended up like starting to hang out, and then him and I were essentially the dynamic duo at the <laughs> university, and yeah. we did the Keith's crew together. Oh my gosh, we did so many things. The, yeah, we, we we did we did way too many things. And Most then, of which can't be talked about on <laughs> the internet. And then Nigel and I met initially. Uh, <laughs> In Woodstock, because Nigel lived in Woodstock just after I lived in Woodstock, because he and I learned we can't exist in the same place for very long. True. Until now. Um, And he got involved in a festival called Dooryard Arts that I had helped found a couple of years earlier. And so I met him at uh, an iteration of that festival and then re-met again at the bar we always talk about on this at Big Tide. And I said, Hey Nigel, and I won't I won't embarrass him too much, but he no, just let's do it. But he didn't remember me. It's true. I said, Yeah, it's so good to see you. And then I said, You don't have a clue who I am, do you? And I love that you called me out on it. No <laughs> one calls me out on it. Yeah, because you're friendly. You're a nice affable guy. That you sometimes should get called out sometimes. And then when the same instance happened about again, about six <laughs> months later, he again forgot me. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then the third time this happened, he remembered me, which was good. And then he was living away and was commuting to St. John and saying once a week. And Correct. he and Isaiah re- rekindled their old friendship and would be out <laughs> and about Often on Tuesday nights. Boys night. Yeah, boys night. Tuesday night, boys night. And they would often find me at the big tide. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I would involve myself in boys night. That sounds weird. <laughs> it was, there's was never anything sketchy. 
It was all <laughs> putting it. Yeah, I involved myself in boys' night. <laughs> Sounds sketchy to begin with. There's nothing sketchy about it, but that's how we all met and got to know each other. Is again through Big Tide and through Woodstock. That was a long preamble. Correct. It but was. I think it was warranted probably in the last episode, the last episode? but we missed it. Right. <laughs> So the fact that we just dove in because we know each other so well, uh, we forgot that the internet doesn't That's know not. how we know each other. I mean, the truth is the bulk of our audience also know us pretty Probably. well. It's <laughs> not true. This is worldwide. Although I, they, I do have some surprise listeners, so that's cool. Surprise listeners. Bye. <laughs> uh, so that brings us to the topic at hand, which is how to, you know, Isaiah and I each talk about our own journeys and we've been doing it for almost a year now. Oh my God. And how challenging it is just as for me as a single working person who lives alone with a busy schedule and Isaiah, who's Isaiah and his wife, Andrea, who top notch human, how that is a challenge to get lifestyle stuff underway. But then you complicate that further because you had three kids. Three. <laughs> I listen. Three kids is too many. <laughs> it's too too many, actually. No. So we had don't. I'm kids sorry. are adorable. I'm sorry, children. Kids, when you see this in this. years from now, right? Uh, I don't mean it. I love you all. Um, no. So we have three. We've got a five year old, a nine year old, and an eleven year old. Um, as the taping of this show, um, that is their ages. Um, and uh, it so, won't change in the next week and a half, right? Well, you never know. I have three kids currently <laughs> who knows what's going to happen between now and two weeks um so uh yeah so we have three kids two of which are involved in um competitive sport so i've got scarlet who's my 11 year old who's in competitive cheerleading uh nora is in competitive gymnastics and uh fun fact uh in two days from the airing of the show she's going to be in her first competition in fredericton um so she'll be uh a pro gymnast gymnast gym gymnast. gymnasiast sure. um and she's super excited about it so um yeah we run like crazy with those two uh they're you know nora's in two nights a week and scarlet's got four nights a week um and then evelyn who's my youngest who's five is in sparks and an hour a week of gymnastics so all said and done they have two part-time jobs and then go to school and my wife uh works as well and she does uh everything with the school she's <laughs> part of home and school um she she works significantly harder than i do uh so yeah there's a lot going on uh and there's five of us and uh to your the whole point of the podcast keeping everything uh together and thinking about how we want to fuel all of uh, the little bodies and our bodies as best we can to make sure we're in the best shape we can be is significantly difficult. Right. And so an important point that I hadn't even thought of is that two of your girls are in very active things. So what they eat is very important. What, what children eat is very important anyway, yep. but particularly so when they're fueling their bodies to do these incredible feats, like being tossed in the air as a gym, as a, as a cheerleader and as a gymnast and hurling themselves through the air as a gymnast. Yep. That's how that works. Right. Yeah. There's Sometimes. a lot of hurling um, um, and me trying not to hurl, watching them do it. It's, <laughs> right? it's crazy. The stuff that they can do, but yes. And then, and then also in your experience as somebody who works at a credit union, um, financial concerns for anybody in trying to support a healthy lifestyle mm -hmm. become rather challenging. So how do you go about it? Like, 
tell tell us about how you feed your children day to day and <laughs> you, yourselves. Well, usually they use their mouths. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So the the busy lifestyle. There's always that that quick and easy option of the fast food or the you know let's pick up a to go salad or let's stop at Wendy's on the way home because we're done for the day and I don't feel like cooking. And in to be completely transparent, we do uh, the fast food probably more than we should. Um, and I guess should is probably a strong word, but <laughs> more than I would prefer. Um, but at the same time, it's a, at times it's a matter of, we just got to do it. Um, so to well, Sundays are our toughest day um, because we've got to be uh, up and out the door at 12, we'll call it quarter after 12 at the latest. And my oldest is in cheer from 1230 until 530. And my middle is in gymnastics from one until three out in the valley, which is a, about 25 minutes away. We get all of that done. So lunch is a, is usually a concern of doing that. Breakfast is usually okay. Uh, and then at the end of the day, we're all completely zonked. So it's what do we eat for supper? Right. So, um, you know, the, the, the hardest part and probably the best thing that you can do, and you guys have talked about it on the show before, it's about thinking things through, prepping, planning, and, and being ready for the week. Uh, and knowing here's the things that we're going to do. Um, does it work all the time? No. no. <laughs> uh, do the best plans get totally demolished? Of course they do. Um, but, you know, from a healthy eating perspective, the best you can try is keeping, you know, some things pre-made, cooking, you know, all of the chicken and having it ready so that you can cut it up and do wraps and salads or whatever you want to do with that. Um, and Melissa my darling wife um she's a uh sale finder she is very good at i'm going to go down to no frills and have a plan but will immediately adjust my plan if i find 50 percent off x um she's big on flash food which is a great app if love flash food right so as long as you know what flash food is, uh, it's, do you know what flash food is? I don't know is? what flash food oh, is. so good. Okay. Flash, I'll send you the link. Uh, yeah. So flash food is, uh, it's through Atlantic Superstore um, and their affiliates. Uh, it's an app that you go on your, your cellular device uh, <laughs> and it shows you all your like 50% off um, produce and um what is it? Yogurt and like all these different, like yeah. there's meats sometimes, and all that on there. Like produce boxes that yeah. are real cheap and it's yeah. awesome. And so you buy it on your phone and then you just stop by that store and go to the flash food area and they literally hand it to you and you walk out with it. So that's genius. Um, oh, it's amazing. It's so how long has this been around? Years, years now. Oh my gosh. It, but it, it is, I find it is hit or miss sometimes. Yeah. It's, they don't always have a great selection of things, but um, I, I know when we go grocery shopping, we look online, we look at it because yep. if I'm walking, I usually go to the superstore anyway, cause it's really close to my place. And so when we walk in, I just throw it on just to see what's even there. Yeah. So Melissa's really good at, she checks daily and we'll just go on the app and there's like five different 
stores near us that were in the vicinity of anyway. So as long as you pick it up by the date that it says on there, they'll still have it for you. And I've gone to the store before and been like, I'm here to pick up whatever it is. And they're like, oh, we don't have it. They go and get you a new one off yeah. the shelf because it's their fault. Um, so they're, 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 it's really quite good. We got juice that we're going to use for smoothies that we picked up. It's regular four bucks. I got it for a buck because it was on the app. Um, if you look, there's usually something there. There's breads, there's pastries, there's everything. So if you're, you know, she's very good at it. I look like Isaiah if I'm <laughs> at right. the store and I'm like, I wonder what they have. Um, but if you check daily, usually you've got a couple days to pick this stuff up and we're on the road enough that we're by one of the stores anyway. So um, that's helpful. Uh, I have what we refer to as uh, half price star. So when we're in one of the stores, I look for those little triangles that are like, hey, I save half the, and then I buy two of them because I don't know, yeah. I do that. Um, but then you like, I'm, that's the way that we shop is we've got an idea of what we want to do. We know kind of the things that we want to eat. We know what our kids, well, okay, I won't say we. <laughs> Melissa knows what our kids like to eat more than I do. Uh, she plans the lunches uh, while I get them ready in the mornings. So she does a significantly better job than I do at, uh, at packing and making food. And it's about being adjustable when you go in. So we have a plan of what we'd like to do, but that can change on a dime when we see they're on sale or half price. or whatever. And are your kids fussy eaters or yeah, are they that's what you kind of give them well <laughs> yeah like how, how do you deal with uh the potentially having to make three different meals right so there's three of them um they can be very fussy but then other things it it's strange <laughs> um one day they're the biggest fan in the world of something so you buy more of it and then they don't like it anymore. So now I have to eat it all. Um, but then three weeks later, they're like, why don't you buy that anymore? And we're like, because you don't like it. And they're like, oh, I love that. So I don't I don't get kids. They change um, what their preferences are. Like they change their socks. Um, but we, you know, again, Melissa does a very good job of kind of knowing what the kids are into and what they like. Um cucumbers at our house are if we don't have cucumbers we're screwed um my <laughs> yes kids, your kids do eat cucumbers like crazy. crazy people and i was at the store today and i was like melissa's cucumbers are two dollars a piece and they're like the english cucumbers for two bucks and she's like yeah we need them get two and i was like i already got them like they're in the <laughs> basket but this is stupid um because like we used to get them for 89 cents a pop i know right and my kids eat them like popcorn yeah it's they crack them crazy. in half and then eat a half a cucumber and that's I, like a i hate cucumbers it's ridiculous what? yeah i don't, I don't like cucumbers or pickles nah there's something oh. wrong with him yeah that, that's i'm not that's gonna, on I, I'm, I'm also picky yes not pickled <laughs> <laughs> isaiah also used to not like rice that's true. We've we've had that discussion on here. I don't too. love rice. I mean, I, I it's a kind of a nothing food. Yes. But if I were to and I eat it, and there's nothing wrong with eating rice because it's like I don't dislike rice because there's nothing to dislike or like. <laughs> but if I were to choose between rice noodles or pasta or potatoes or literally any other starch but rice, I would choose it. Hmm. Okay. Well, I brought that up in the wrong room then. <laughs> I, I used to like my mom would make a pot like a big old pot of rice and that would be like I would eat a, almost all of it and leftovers would be from well like I was a rice fiend um 
So anyway, did you know that if you leave rice cooking too long on the stove, it pops like popcorn? I've, I <laughs> was not aware. You know that through experience. I can tell. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, and it and probably it smells real bad. Yeah, yeah. It's real bad. Yeah. It becomes like a brick on the bottom, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Don't do that. Awesome. You have to throw your pot away, but it does pop. Like when you think about it, puffed rice is a thing. So it makes sense that that's what it does. But right. yeah. Hmm. But don't do that. Fun don't, fact about cooking. Don't do that. <laughs> wow. We learned something. Yeah. That was great. <laughs> yep. Okay. So that's, that's feeding kids. Feeding kids. Yeah. Um, so how do you ensure, I, I like, I obviously. Get milk. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I, get milk. I was at the store. I oh. had to get milk. Just thought gotta, of it. Gotta go see that happens. Sorry, often. Melissa. That was so, me. <laughs> so how see uh, like, making sure that the kids are fed is definitely like a huge priority. But how do you make sure that you guys also try and like feed yourselves while you're running out the door and trying to get your kids to 17 million things? Yeah. So that's one of the, and you asked the question and directly answer it, but my kids are not picky enough that we can't make a family meal and everyone eat it. So it's not like Melissa and I have to make ourselves this and then the kids that. So it's not like we've got chicken fingers and fries for them. And then we're eating uh salmon with rice or that. They, they'll eat the things that we eat. <coughs> Excuse me. Right in the microphone. That's awesome. Perfect. Um, so yeah, we, we can plan for all of us to eat. Um, now running out the door right after school, you know, right after work to get to places. Um, yeah, there's definitely times that we, we stop off at the old golden arches and grab, um, happy meals on the way out the door, but you got to do it cause you have to survive. But, right. um, for, for me, especially with my oldest daughters being in competitive sport, um, I don't want them to feel ick as they're trying to go through what they're doing. Cause they're not. They don't have the right nutrients in their body. Um, shout out to my daughter's gymnast group. Uh, she's with Fundy Gymnastics. They literally sent home a pack of here's the things that you need to focus on, um, not only in staying healthy, but they give you a food guide. They talk about like the things that you need to fuel your body with, um, and they actually like promote healthy life as That's opposed awesome. to just you're here to be a gymnast and you're paying us a bunch of money to do that. And we'll take that from you. And then you <laughs> go do your thing. Um, they're actively involved in, you know, the kids being healthy while they're doing. That's terrific. Yeah. Yeah. And I've, I've never seen a nine year old with a six pack, but my dog, like just rock. She listen. She's had a six pack since <laughs> she was like two. Yeah. yeah. She's, we always called her the American Ninja warrior. Um, and she, yeah, she's, she's active. She's one hell of a little, uh, little go-getters. Yeah. But I think we, we've touched on what we wanted to touch on here. Uh, do you have any last questions there, Caitlin? I do. I should have one more. Sorry. I know you're trying to wrap Before it up. Before we wrap it up. But uh, one that I've noted that when you're feeding your kids and you could, your last episode, we talked about how you feel that, or it's been pointed out to you that you've put on a little bit of a pot belly. Right. And uh, it's something you're thinking about working on and I've kind of kind of just been thinking about it anyway. Um, are you a parent that when your kids don't finish something, you eat off either way near their plates? Funny you mention that, Caitlin. <laughs> so I'm the guy that when we go out to eat, uh, like if we're even if we're at home or something, I usually don't take a whole lot. Um, like I'll take the staples of what's going on. 
but I know I'm going to be eating what's left over from the Yes, the answer is 100% yes, but I also kind of plan, like if we go to a restaurant, I'll get like 10 wings and a beer because I grab a beer, Um, but then the kids won't finish their sandwich or their burger or whatever. And yeah, I'm totally rocking that back. It's like a, it's like a buffet for me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, that's another thing that comes up commonly with parents is that they end up eating a lot more calories than they even are thinking about because they're, oh, might as well eat this quarter of a grilled cheese or whatever it is. Yeah, that's me. Cool. And so I think, Isaiah, so Nigel, I know you don't have much of an online presence, but do you want to tell us about where people can find you? Yes, you can find me on Facebook at Nigel Wiles. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it. No, I'm on, uh, I'm on Facebook X. Hey, I'm on X, X. too. <laughs> and uh, Instagram, all just Nigel Wiles, pretty boring. And uh, I'm on the LinkedIn as myself. So <laughs> That's yeah. me. Excellent. And what about you, Isaiah? I am Maritime Brews on all of the social medias. And uh, of course, you can find our Buy Me uh, Coffee mic, although we again have our third mic, thank goodness. Uh, but we're now going to work towards a, a nice new camera. I think that's a, our next big purchase. Um, what about you, Caitlin? You get to wrap it up this week. Yeah, I do. Uh, but where can people find you? You didn't tell us. Oh, I'm at Maritime Brews everywhere. Oh, yeah, you did say that. I did say that. <laughs> See, Caitlin's not used to wrapping up. I usually do on the wraps up. Thank you for joining us here today. You can, if you're watching us on YouTube, be sure to like, subscribe, share. And also you can find us on Kate and Isaiah Living Large on Facebook. You can find me at Fat Caitlin on TikTok, at Kated, Kate D on Instagram, and then Caitlin Dean, all the other platforms, and the Caitlin Dean on X. And thank you all for joining us. This has been Living Large. Bye. Bye. Yeah.